Journey to Real Vision, Know Your Worth series, podcast number 103, October 2022, episode, Knowing Your Worth as a Young Adult. Welcome everyone to another insightful podcast. But before I get into introducing our two guest speakers, let's review the question posed at the end of the September podcast. The question was, as a young adult, what have you done to know your worth? I'm extending a huge thank you to everyone that sent emails providing their experiences and stories. One of the best things that will come out of this episode is that we will hear a different perspective on self-worth through the eyes of individuals in their 20s. The younger generation who are just leaving college, entering the workforce, and living independently. To many, this is a new way of life, and it can be a little scary, given that you're no longer deemed a kid, but are now considered adults. And I'm going to break this down into four sections. More specifically, one, self-discovery journey and coaching. Two, strengths and core values. Three, self-worth which is appreciating your value and respecting who you are. And four, the importance of self, self-love, self-acceptance, self-confidence, and self-care. Now, this is going to be an open dialogue in which both of my guest speakers are going to provide their experiences, insights, and stories as these areas relate to their own personal lives. With that said, let me introduce Mukhtar Drame, also known as Mo, and Anna Weir. So both Anna and Mo have worked with me in corporate America, and I've developed a very close bond with them. I value their perspective, and I am super proud of how both of them have been excelling in their professional and personal lives. Hello, Mo, and welcome. How's it going, Chris? Thanks for having me join you for this month's podcast. Great. And Anna, hello, and welcome as well. Hi, good morning. I am so excited to be here with both of you today. Um, I'm looking forward to sharing my experience with Chris and my insight on each of the topics. Wonderful. And I'm so glad both of you are here. So I'm really excited to talk about this topic. I mean, you both know I'm passionate about educating individuals on knowing their worth. And I feel it's vital we all know our worth because without it, our lives do not hold that special meaning. You know, we're all meant to make our mark on this world. So respecting and appreciating your value is a necessity. So this first area we're going to discuss is self-discovery journey and coaching. And really, this is what the purpose of Journey to Real Vision is about. It's examining your life and figuring out what's missing. When you do, you take the necessary steps towards fulfillment. When you don't have a clear idea of what matters to you, you will continue living your life for other people instead of yourself. Really think about that. Every single one of us has a purpose for being here, a life purpose. The process of self-discovery, it can be overwhelming, and many of you may not just know where to start. So this is where I come in as a coach, guiding and supporting you as you move along your journey. You know, growth only happens when you move outside of your comfort zone. So let's start with you, Mel. What have you uncovered about yourself as you've embarked on your self-discovery journey? Oof, how much time do we have? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I think uh, one of the biggest decisions I've made since I've embarked on this journey is actually realize the importance of what it means to truly understand yourself and know your worth. And to be Mm -hmm. honest, the realization came to me at a really low point in my life. Uh, I just had felt so stagnant, almost stuck in time, if you will. And at that time, I could all I could ever think about was how things could go wrong or get worse. Mm -hmm. And they did. And after going through all those motions, I started, I started talking to Chris, and I remember the beginning, of, it was a little rough, right? We can say that. <laughs> well, it was a little rough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but once I opened up a bit more, I was able to really step outside of my comfort zone and yes. be more receptive to asking myself difficult questions. And what's even more important is answering with full honesty, because it's, it's a new journey and it's a growth that, you know, I've kind of been longing for for a while. And that's great. And, you know, for you, I know it was tough with those questions because yes. there were things in your life that were deeply personal. Yes. And how do you see that as changing you? Like, how did those deep questions probe you to really change your life? You know, I think it's it was it really started with 
being able to separate what's being told to me versus what I can actually do myself, you there know? You and I think once I started realizing the difference between those things, I realized that I wasn't so confined to, you know, what everybody was telling me I should do or there who I go. should be. And I think I started learning more about my true self at that point. And it's beautiful where you are now. Yeah, the sun shine brighter for sure. That's for sure. <laughs> so Anna, what about you? What have you uncovered about yourself as you've embarked on your self-discovery journey? Where to start? Um, <laughs> there has been a lot I have uncovered about myself during this journey. Um, there were feelings or thoughts I have always probably had about myself that I just push. I'm a pusher. I push my deep emotions way down so I don't ever have to feel them. Um, and it's it was just easier for me to always do that instead of be open and deal with them. But going through this process with Chris, I was forced in the absolute best way possible to feel those feelings and face things that I'd pushed off for a while. It was not an easy journey by any means, but nothing great ever comes easy the most important thing I've uncovered about myself during this journey is that I am worth it and that it could be anything. But now I never doubt myself what I'm capable of or what I'm worth. I've uncovered my weaknesses, strengths, core values, which I'll get into later. And, you know, you brought up something that everybody encounters. Everybody, to some degree, is a pusher mm -hmm. because we don't want to face the pain. We don't want to face the truth sometimes because we're taught as a society that you're supposed to just buck it up and just move forward. How did it feel to you when you felt that pain and you felt that need to push? How did you feel liberated? Good. I mean, you know, I've always been kind of conscious of what I've pushed down. So I knew exactly where I needed to go mm -hmm. to work on things. Um, but it was hard. I mean, there were times that I would start digging deep and I would just stop because I'm like, this is becoming too much for me. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, I would wake up. It was a new day. And the only way to ever get better is to deal with your feelings from the past or, you know, whatever you've been feeling. So I'm like, if I'm going to do this for myself, I have to do it and, you know, do it right and do it do it all the way out. So, I mean, it's been, it felt great, although it was hard. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, some of the best things in life, you have to go through a little pain in order to get to the pleasure. Yes. Agreed. You know, it's about breaking down those barriers within yourself so that you can discover your, your deepest truths. I mean, yeah. that's the whole thing. I mean, self-discovery is going to help you develop a sense of direction as to where your life needs to go. It's about awareness, right? We, knowing our thoughts, our feelings, what inspires us. And really nothing can change without awareness. So you've got to ask those hard questions. The ones that hurt to ask, and then they also hurt to answer. But the more you learn about yourself, the more you understand what areas of your life you've been neglecting. And I want each of you, the listeners, to understand that you need to live the life you want you know, what Anna and Mo both said, it's not about what others think, it's how you should live your own life. And the journey of self-discovery, it doesn't have an ending. And it is about discovering who you are, and it's an ongoing process. So in last month's podcast, I talked about coaching and how beneficial it is. I mean, coaches are meant to be motivators, influencers, and we're teachers. So Mo, how has working with me as your coach helped you in your self-discovery journey? Oh, man. How much time do we have here? <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know, uh, I started this journey about a year ago. And when I think about who I was and even how I was between now and then, it feels like I'm two completely different people for, for the better, obviously. Uh, but I remember in the beginning of this journey just wanting to change a lot of habits, you know, my way of thinking. And I just wanted to live a more positive life. And working with you has helped me tremendously in that regards. Uh, I've been able to set boundaries with people, work, and even myself. I was able to step out of my comfort zone, uh, 
confront my limiting beliefs and truly begin to understand the difference between my spirit and my ego. And this has been a reoccurring thing. <laughs> of course it is. It'll be reoccurring for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I've, I've been saying a lot recently that in order to get better professionally, you need to get better personally and Amen. honestly, vice versa. It's not just a saying that I've heard in a book or read it somewhere on social media. I say it because it's what my life has been like this past year. You know, I feel like I neglected my personal life and kept telling myself it'll always be there and put, you know, my focus on my professional life. And obviously that caught up to me and not in a good way. So, you know, this journey and with you as my coach, Chris, has guided me to acknowledge that and always try to do better and find, you know, and truly understand my worth, honestly. And that's what it's all about. I mean, you you said a couple of things about who I was a year ago. Mm. And we kind of go through this struggle with ego all the time in our spirit. And you'll never, ever banish ego, mm. but you can learn to silence mm-hmm. it. And I've seen the beauty of that in the last year watching you grow. Um, to all the listeners out there, this is actually my work son. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> so I have a, a deep bond with with Mo. Um, he's he's my kid, um, even though we're not supposed to be a kid <laughs> in the beginning. But you know. Um, but for you, you said you wanted to get better personally, and I really think people need to understand that's the key. Life won't get better until you work on yourself first. Agreed. And you've seen that this last year, and it, it's just amazing at how you've blossomed so much. So for Anna, you, working as your coach, how have I helped you in your self-discovery journey? Well, first off, I have to thank corporate America for bringing you to me, which I would have never Amen. thought I would be thanking corporate America for anything. We're thanking corporate Amen. America today. I know. I'm like, who would have thought? Not me, but I can, that is one thing I'm happy I'm in corporate America for. Um, but... You know, I wouldn't have had any kind of self-discovery if it wasn't for you. You've pushed me in the best possible way to challenge myself and ask myself those hard questions. Throughout the whole time I've been working with you, the most important thing for me was how supportive that you are. Um, to go on this journey, You like I have to be willing to dig deep and ask the hard questions, let the skeletons come out of the closet. And I knew that you would never judge me for anything or, you know, you were nothing but supportive, which always made me want to just be as open as I could be with everything, which is integral of getting me, you know, to where I want to be in this journey. Um, You are also my biggest hype woman, which has meant the world. (laughs) Um, You know, I always think I'm like, you knew how special I was before I did. So, you know, it's just meant a lot having you guide me through things and always know, you know, you've got my back. This is why I love coaching. This is exactly why. Um, and I love watching you. You're special as well. You're like my work daughter. So both, both my kids are here today. Um, so, you know, it's funny. We made a joke about corporate America thanking you, but you know what? People will come into your life that are meant to come into your life mm-hmm. for a reason. Yep. And I love that you said you challenge yourself because that's what we're supposed to do, right? We're supposed to get out of our comfort zone. We're supposed to challenge ourselves. And you know, the biggest thing about doing that is, is when we go into our second area, which we're going to do now about strengths and core values, you know, everything's about knowing yourself, right? We all need to take an inward look at our own uniqueness. We're all unique. And one of the biggest things I've learned from coaching all these years is that you have to identify your strengths and determine your core values. I mean, your strengths are going to help define who you are, and they are what get you through life. Your core values are your personal code of conduct. It's, it's what's important to you on a personal level. So I'm going to share mine. My strengths are I'm unstoppable, I'm empowered, and I'm tenacious. And my core values are empathy, service, and resilience. So Mo, would you like to share your strengths and core values, and how have they helped define who you are? Sure. Uh, you know, <laughs> this is another area where I feel like I've been able to really just kind of separate the old me versus the new me in a sense. And looking for my strengths and core values has really helped me understand who I am. So I believe that some of my strengths are I can adapt really well to new surroundings, people and changes and so on. You know, I've lived in quite a few different places in my life. And I've, and part of that, I spent four years in West Africa 
picked up a different dialects and languages, you know. I also take pride in what I'm doing. I like to put 100% effort in whatever I sign my name off on. I believe in I believe that it ultimately shows that I value my character and what I stand for. Uh, it can sometimes lead me to be too competitive on game nights. Uh, I admit that, but it's a price I'm willing to pay. Uh, you know, sometimes I've, uh, something I've always seen as a core value of mine is patience, understanding that I have to be more patient with myself. And as I've grown on this journey, I've seen that play out in a lot of different ways. And that's beautiful because patience is something every single one of us struggles with, right? Agreed. Yeah. Um, we want it now, 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 now. <laughs> you know, we live in a very fast-paced world. And I love that you've identified core values because, you know, a year ago, you weren't so patient, right? No, I was you were not. like, why, why, have, why can't I get fixed yep, right away? Yeah, I was like, I want it now. <laughs> I want it now. And I love watching you now because I, you stop and you think now and you think, okay, you know what? I'm going to respond instead of reacting to life. Yeah. And I know that's been important for you. We've had many discussions yeah. about that. So how does that play out with your strengths and core values with that learn to respond more instead of reacting? Uh, well, first, uh, it's helped me not to jump to conclusions a lot faster <laughs> than I used to. I will say that. And, um, you know, it, it allows me to really take a look at the situation and identify what it's going, what's going on, give myself the time and, and allowing myself to respond rather than react shows that sign of maturity, that level of growth. Mm -hmm. And it allows, like I said, it just allows me to take a look at the situation a little bit more in depth before I make a decision. And that's, what's that's beautiful about taking a step back mm -hmm. and just looking at the situation as it is, instead of coming up with some self-imposed ideas and thinking it's going to go a different way. Right. So how about you, Anna? How have your strengths and core values helped you define who you are? It took me a while to realize what my strengths were. Um, you know, my core values are something I've never really wavered on. Um, but my strengths, it was, it was hard for me to look within and see what I thought my own strengths were, you know, growing mm -hmm. up or throughout life, you're told, Oh, you know, you're this, you're that, you're the other, but like, mm -hmm. you know, that's what other people see, but to, you know, self-reflect and like, look, you know, at myself to see what I think my strengths are was hard. Um, you know, there's certain things that you think are strengths, but most of them are temporary. You grow out of them. Um, so, you know, going through this and digging and really understanding what a strength is, um, I would have to say confidence, mm -hmm. loyalty, positivity, and supportive is, you know, what I think I, I strive in, at least I try to, um, and then, you know, my core values, my code of conduct, something I try to live up to every day when I wake up, fundamental things in life that I value within myself, within friends, within, you know, every aspect of my life. So some of my core values are surrounding myself with good people, mm -hmm. being around people that uplift me and always challenge me to be my best self, kindness. Um, you never know what people might be going through. So just, you know, trying to show kindness and happiness and a smile um, and determination. I think that can take you far places. And um, it's something I admire seeing in friends and it just drives me to be more determined. So it's it's definitely something I value. So, you know, both of you, you know, I push strengths and core values hard. Mm -hmm. um, it's, it's one of the key components, I really think, of, of knowing your worth. Now that you've identified this for both of you, and we'll start, we'll start with Anna this time. <laughs> so Anna, how now that you know what they are, how do you think that's changed your life? Now that you've actually identified them? Yeah, I mean, I'm a, I'm a lot more conscious of them. Um, so when I am, you know, exuding confidence or I am loyal in a situation, you know, it just kind of reminds me that that is part of who I am. It's one of my strengths. Mm -hmm. um, it makes me who I am. Um, you know, and core values, like I said, you know, every day when I wake up, I try to live a life that I am happy of, you know, like when I die, I say I lived a great life. I did good things. You know, I surrounded myself with good people. I made good decisions, you know. 
always try to be happy and spread kindness. Um, so just being aware of it, I think has really made a difference. Uh, it just kind of reminding myself of all of that. How about you? Uh, now that you know what they are, you've identified them. How do you think your life has made your life better? Oh, again, you keep asking me these questions and I think how much time do we have, but you know, I'll try to make this one a little bit quicker, but I think uh, for me, like I said, um, I'm able to adapt really well. And going back to the question about coaching and how it's changed me is one of the things that we always do is acknowledge what's going on. And when we got down to the, to it, and one of the things that I did was able to acknowledge that one of my strengths are my adaptability skills. And this past year has brought a lot of changes in my life. And um, mm -hmm. Chris, you've been there to see some of it. Oh, so, yeah. uh, so, you know, and I think being able to rely on that, being able to, you know, just dig deep and be aware of my new surroundings and take that challenge on, take that challenge head on is a, definitely a way that my strength has been playing out for me so far. And that's what's beautiful. And I'm going to suggest not to both of you, but to all the listeners, you know, put a post-it note in front of you every day. Mm. Look at your strengths and core values, even though they're a part of you. Looking at them every day, just if you're having a bad moment, you can look at them and say, this is what I stand for. Mm, I like um, so let's move into the third area, and that's um, self-worth. So appreciating your value and respecting yourself. Again, this is who you are. And if you don't understand how to appreciate yourself and your worth, you know, how do you expect others to? You've got to love and respect yourself before anyone else can. An investment in yourself, it's the best decision you will ever make in your life because no one will value you until you start valuing yourself. So Mo, what was the process like for you to find your self-worth? I mean, what makes you appreciate, respect who you are? Uh, finding, my, finding my self-worth was an eye-opening moment for me. Uh, you know, in the past, I allowed my, my worth to be told to me. Uh, it really didn't feel like a choice, <laughs> honestly. But, you know, I think back to even when I was younger in Africa, uh, in school, instead of grading, grading like A, B, C, we'd get ranked one, two, three. So, um, and obviously I had to be number one uh, when I wasn't, and there were times, you know, they weren't pleasant. And I think at some point, we, we all reach a point in our lives where we feel we can make big life-changing decisions. And for me, that time came and I made some big decisions, but when it came to self-worth, I neglected it because I guess on some level I had chosen to be okay with being told what my worth was. Mm -hmm. And, you know, that just, uh, at that point I started letting days go by. You know, I felt like I had reached my limit. Um, I just wasn't attracting a lot of good things. You know, I didn't, I, I kept attracting things I didn't ultimately want. I remember vividly when I was working on this self-worth course on the Journey to Real Vision website, uh, and the first question was, what does self-worth mean to me? I sat there for a half an hour, like, because I didn't know wow. how to answer what it meant to me, you know? Uh, when it came down to answering it, I had to ask myself, do I want to write down what I've always been told, or do I want to write down what I really feel my worth is? And, you know, once I got past that question, knowing my self-worth is, you know, it's helped me become more in tune with myself, understand what, you know, the differences between my spirit and ego and understand the things that are in my control and the things that aren't. Wow. That was pretty powerful. Anna, how about you? What was the process like for you for your self-worth? You, how do you appreciate and respect who you are? It was hard. Um, this was probably the hardest part of the journey so far. I don't think I ever really put a a value on how much I'm worth. Mm -hmm. um, I always grew up with a super loving family, great friends, good environment. Um, they always lifted me up, made me feel loved. So I thought that that was enough. Um, but just because other people loved me and thought I was worth it, whatever it may be, doesn't always mean that I actually believed it. Um, it was something I had to find out and believe for myself. Um, I've always struggled with my love life, uh, never hang like having a boyfriend put a, a damper on my self-worth. Like it was something I had to work through and realize that it wasn't me, mm -hmm. um, which was, it was hard. It's, it was something I always thought was wrong with me, but through this, I realized that that wasn't the case. Um, you know, I struggled with it because if a man can't see how special I am, then am I really that, you know, am I worth it? Like, you know, if no one else can see it like that, then, you know, I'm, it must not be there. Um, 
But, you know, with Chris, I learned that that's not true. I am worth more than I could ever know. No dollar amount could ever describe what I am worth. Amen. To be worthy is so much more than just the basic definition of, you know, oh, it's worth X, you know, a a certain price or there's, it's so much more than that. Um, And I never knew how important it was to value yourself and believe in how much you're worth until I started working with Chris. It takes a lot of acceptance Mm -hmm. to find yourself worth, (laughs) Um, to appreciate and respect yourself means letting a lot of things go. Um, And it's hard and I'm not done with it yet, but that's why it's a process. You know, it's a journey. It is. And, you know, you both touched upon something that I will tell you every single client of mine struggles with is when you're a kid growing up, your identity is with your environment. So you identify with your parents, you identify with your teachers, and you grow up thinking that this is who you're supposed to be. And it, we don't take the time until we're adults to realize what we really are, what, what our strengths are, our core values are, and that knowing your worth then becomes a struggle because you, not until your 20s, do you realize it? I have clients that are in their 50s and 60s that are just discovering their worth. So this is why it's so important that you take the time to know just how unique you are and just how valuable you are to yourself. Because when you exude that, your world changes. Everybody notices it. Um, We're going to move into the final area. And this is about self. And I actually think this is a really crucial area because we're going to talk about self-love, self-acceptance, self-confidence, and self-care. You know, a sense of self is the perception you have, perception you have of yourself, say that fast five times, and an awareness of who you truly are. I mean, everything stems from how you feel about yourself. I mean, that's what worth is, right? So believing in yourself and knowing that your life matters. So let's kind of go into self-love. You know, when you love yourself, you're going to have this overall positive view of yourself, right? How you talk to yourself, how you treat yourself, and most importantly, how you accept yourself. You accept yourself for who you are. I mean, God made you who you are. And you're a magnificent creation. And anybody out there that's struggling with that, realize that God doesn't create junk. <laughs> and it's having confidence in your worth and knowing that you need to love yourself first. So, Mo, what does self-love mean to you? To me, uh, self-love starts with you know having a high regard for my well-being and connecting with my spirit. Uh, understanding and accepting who I am and what I stand for. I think, you know, it also shows in my actions, you know, uh, being patient with myself. And Mm -hmm. like I said before, knowing what I can and can't control are really important to me. Um, uh, That's why it's important to just to always try to be positive and always try to see the bright side of things. It really, uh, you know, accepting that and trying to do that can, you know, allow you to love yourself a bit more. Do you remember when I was telling you about that exercise of looking in the mirror? Yeah. And remember how you reacted? And, and I said to you, I can't wait to see how you're going to react when you look in the mirror and you say to yourself, I love you. Like, I bursted out laughing. And I thought it was like the funniest thing, but... I, I told you I left the room. You left the room. <laughs> <laughs> but this is why self-love is so important. Like, we're, we're kind of joking about it now, but if you think about it, I laughed at myself. You know, you had to walk out of the room, (laughs) you know, but it's, we're not taught to love ourselves, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and what does it mean for you? In the most basic way, self-love to me means to accept every single aspect of yourself. Mm -hmm. Good, great, terrible, ugly, doesn't matter. Um, Whatever that is, is a part of you. Mm -hmm. And it's important to embrace it um, no matter how hard that can be. And I live by the fact that if you don't love yourself, uh, no one else will be able to. Amen. Mm-hmm. That's I, I always told like friends in high school were like boyfriend hoppers. And I'm like, what are you searching for? Like in them. And it's why I'm like, because you don't love yourself. So you need to go find mm-hmm. that fulfillment from someone else. Mm-hmm. Um, no one ever listened to me, but <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was on the And look where you are now. <laughs> um But yeah, I mean, the start of happiness is within yourself and to be happy in any kind of relationship, you have to be happy and love who you are. And if you aren't living your truth, 
and doing whatever makes you happy, then whoever falls in love with you isn't falling in love with the true you. They're falling in love with whichever you you're portraying because you don't love the true you enough to show anyone else. Wow. Now, wasn't that a powerful statement? Mm -hmm. Um, And it's true because when you love yourself, you exude this positivity. Mm -hmm. You exude this vibration. Mm -hmm. You know, Moan, you and I have talked about energy and vibration so many times. Mm -hmm. People, then you start attracting the right people in your life. Yeah. When you, earlier, you talked about surrounding yourself with the right people. That's what it's all about. When you love yourself, the rest is noise mm-hmm. because you realize that you accept yourself and that you're going to meet the person that's going to realize that. You know why? Because they love themselves as well. Mm. So let's kind of move into self-acceptance. You know, complete acceptance of yourself. I mean, no matter what your flaws are, your imperfections, you just love yourself for who you are. You embrace the negative, the less desirable parts of yourself that you see. You have less fear of failure. And you have increased self-worth. I mean, failure mistakes are vital to growth and learning. You have more compassion and you have less criticism when you do have those failures because you realize it's a positive. You need to learn. Simo, mm. do you feel like you've accepted everything about yourself? I mean, what does self-acceptance mean to you? To be honest, uh, I think I'm getting there. You know, in the past year, I've realized it's a journey. It is a journey, you know, and um, and I think you're always gonna have to be accepting things along the way, right? But it's about how much better you can get with accepting things and kind of letting go. But you know, in the past year, I've realized I had a lot of bottled up emotions, situations I didn't want to think about, and so on. You know, and I've been able to really sit down, dig deep, and make peace with a lot of those situations. And I think each and every day, I'm learning new ways to accept myself and love myself more. Uh, You know, I still have certain days where I tend to self-sabotage and try to bring my own energy down. And through conversations with Chris, you know, the first step to take is to always acknowledge what the issue is. And from there, work on how we can, you know, create a positive or sometimes a creative positive ending (laughs) to something that, you know, that had a bumpy start. So to me, self-acceptance means knowing that I'm going to have moments where things may not be going how I'd hoped, but acknowledging the situations. And instead of, you know, asking myself what else could go wrong, now I just ask myself, how can I turn this into a positive? Wow. So you said something that I really, I thought was super powerful was about making peace with things. Mm. You know, we don't do that. We tend to dwell on things because we're taught as a society, oh my God, you got to think about it over and over again until it gets answered. Mm. Well, no, make peace with it because things are out of your control. Exactly. And you're accepting what it is. I mean, let's face it, just just accept it. You might not like it, Mm. but you said something else that was crucial was you turn into a positive. Yeah. And I think that that's so beautiful. Yeah. It makes me want to cry. I'm so happy. <laughs> um, Anna, how do you feel? You, how have you accepted yourself? I mean, what does it self-acceptance mean to you? I mean, speaking totally honest, um, I don't think I've accepted everything about myself. And to be quite frank, I don't know that I ever will. Um, you know, it's like most said, it's a never ending journey of, you know, you find something new about yourself, but you learn and you might not accept at that time, but, you know, maybe down the road, you'll, you'll face it and deal with it and accept it. Um, I will always be striving towards fully accepting myself and loving every aspect. But in reality, that's not always the case. You know, sometimes I'm insecure about my body or my clothes or, you know, whatever it may be. It just kind of depends on how I'm feeling, but, you know, self-acceptance is saying, I am okay and I love everything about myself. And as easy as that may sound, it's not actually easy to do. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I'm still on my journey of self-discovery and there are things for me to focus on. And this is definitely one of them. Um, This has been a a struggle, I think, for me throughout all of this. And it's understandable. You know, when I think of self-acceptance, let's just think about two words. One is honesty. Mm -hmm. It's being authentic. No matter what, you're authentic. You know that you still struggle. And that's what's amazing about it. You're not trying to hide it. You're not trying to bury it. You realize this is a journey. Your life is going to change. You have your life. You have such a full life ahead of you. You know, and it's also about growth. I mean, as you grow, as you mature more into your jobs, into, you know, building families, building more friends, you know, you're going to, 
there's going to be different things you're going to have to accept. It's not just about yourself, but it's about life. And always be authentic with yourself. Always be true to yourself and acknowledge how you're feeling. And I think that's one of the biggest keys about self-acceptance. So self-confidence. You know, this is about trusting your abilities and your qualities. And it's about feeling good about yourself. And you know what? It's about being courageous enough to stand up for yourself. You know, many of us don't do that. So, Mo, how do you feel you display confidence in your life? Well, I'm very honest with people. <laughs> yes. Uh, a lot oh, of my yeah. friends can vouch for that. But really and truly, uh, I think it starts with me and my state of mind. Uh, this, among many other things I love about this journey, is that all of these topics that we discuss, you know, kind of come in for full circle, not just in discussion, but in life. Um, and the way I display self-confidence starts with my self-worth by knowing and believing in who I am and what I stand for is the foundation to how I display confidence in my life. Because I love and accept my, and working on accepting myself more and more, I know what my core values are and they are, they're kind of there to guide me in all of my situations. And that's so true. Um, Anna, how do you feel you display confidence in your life? That is a great question. Um, I think I display confidence through believing in myself and what I'm capable of, which I guess is kind of the definition of confidence. Um, this one, I wouldn't say it's hard for me. I've, I've always been a confident person. Um, I don't know exactly what it is, uh, that I do. I think I just like, I know who I am and I believe in it. And if you like it, great. If not, that's also great. Um, so I think whether I'm accepted by a group, like, you know, it's not up to me, it's up to them. And I, I just try to walk in and be true to myself, um, own it and just roll with it, which I guess, you know, it's just being confident. It's, you know, I carry myself in a way that I, I just, I am who I am and uh, you know, throughout the process, I've, I've gotten to know more of my true self and found parts about myself that I've kind of maybe kept away. And another part of confidence is accepting weaknesses. And, you know, I can accept where I have those weaknesses and admit them and, you know, try to work on them. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, you always tell me I'm confident, so I feel like you can answer this better than I could. Well, you, you both said some key things. So number one is know who I am. I am is the two of the most powerful words you can ever use to describe yourself. I am confident. I am accepting of myself. I am worthy. Like this is about affirmation, saying this to yourself over and over again. I do it too. I say it over and over again. I'm worthy, like especially with soon leaving corporate America permanently <laughs> in a week. Um, the challenges you face in life, you just take a moment and be like, I believe in myself. Mm -hmm. I'm confident. I know I can get through this. When you know your strengths, you know your core values, when you love yourself, life doesn't have to be so tough. You can learn to navigate it. Being true to yourself, that's another perfect thing. State of mind, it all boils down to everything's about you. Doesn't matter what's going on outside the world. When you know that you're confident and know what you can do, you can, you can take on anything in the world. Mm -hmm. um, and it leads to our last area, which is self-care. I actually think this is most important because this is where we neglect ourselves the most. You know, it's about taking care of yourself first. You know, for years I knew growing up, like when you try to take care of yourself first, you were thought of as selfish. Mm. It is absolutely not selfish. So I want everybody to realize that it is not selfish to put yourself first. It's vital. I mean, we don't get enough sleep. We don't eat the right foods. We don't exercise enough. We're not practicing enough mindfulness. You know, these are things that you have to nurture yourself first. So Mo, what does your self-care regimen look like on a daily basis? I mean, what are you doing each day to take care of yourself? You know, to kind of paint the best picture, I'll tell you what I used to do every morning. <laughs> 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 so, you know, we, uh, we start work around 8. Uh, my alarm clock used to be set for like 7.55. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know, stroll right into the work and, you know, and get right to it. But and see, he doesn't have to curl his hair, put on makeup right, and all that stuff. Process. None of that, you know. Uh, 
<laughs> so, you know, um, now it's a lot, it's brighter. Literally. 7.50, right? It's, you know, <laughs> we're working our way down five to 7 o'clock. Really you know? makes a difference. <laughs> but, you know, it's it's brighter for me, literally. Uh, I for Now I love, for, for example, keeping my blinds open and waking up to the sunrise is really one of my wow. favorite things to yeah. do now. Like I show you pictures all the time of mm-hmm. sunsets and sunrises because I realize, like, you know, I always talk about finding peace and you never know that there's different kind of peace, you know? So I feel like whenever I'm looking at a sunrise or a sunset, damn, I feel at peace, you know? But, yep. you know, my ideal morning starts with waking up to positivity, tell myself it's a new day. Uh, it's another day to be great. I like doing yoga or just some kind of breathing exercises in the morning to really help center myself. You know, I recently got into journaling about my day and it, it's been pretty interesting so far. <laughs> but, you, know, you know, it's just another way for me to reflect on my day and think about what was good and maybe what could have gone better or what I could have done. And I think, um, you know, Chris always pushed me to start journaling. And when I finally did, I think it's another way from I'm giving myself another way to respond rather than react because mm-hmm. I'm able to write it down, reflect on my thoughts and see what I could do better. Uh, you know, I have a cat. His name is Sebastian. My grandson. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have, you know, we have fun and games. We play all the time. Uh, I have know. Nash. You have Bash. <laughs> I have Bash. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and um, it's about challenging myself to do better and be better every day. So that's what my ideal self-care regime looks like. You know, I think one of the biggest things I've seen for you in the last year is you you now have your baby. Mm. You know, for everybody out there, fur babies rule the world. Um, <laughs> I'm a big animal lover. Yeah. But I've noticed how you've now, you're starting to take care of this cat. Right. And how this cat has been, has grown and made you love life. Because remember, you wanted a dog yeah, at first. Yeah, did. You didn't want a cat. This cat happened in 30 minutes. I'm still stunned <laughs> and by it. Him. And look at how this cat came into your life. Right. And I, I watch you light up right. when you talk about Bash. Um, and I, I love the fact that you've gotten to a point where you didn't even know about yourself and now you're able to take care of this little baby and this baby has just become such a big part of your life. Um, more pictures too, but, (laughs) um, but journaling. So you touched upon something that's really, really, really crucial. And I'm going to take a couple of minutes to talk about journaling. I've said to you, Hey, go back and look at what you wrote like a month ago. Look at what you wrote two months ago and Mm. look at how you've grown. You know, for anyone who journals, if you're having a moment when you're like, God, my life just seems like it's not working or I'm not moving forward, look at your journal. Go ahead. Yeah. Uh, you know, what else is like, just to touch on that, uh, I did start journaling when we first started and then I stopped. And so once, you know, I was kind of going through a, f- a few more things and we spoke, you were like, Mo, I urge you to journal. I went back to journaling. And the first thing I did was when I opened up the notebook, I read that first ever journal I wrote. And one of the lines in there was, I wish to stay consistent with this. Clearly, <laughs> <laughs> clearly I did it. Um, but now I am. And I think because I was, I journaled that first time, yep. I went back. I know that even back then, I wanted consistency to be something that's a part of my life. So I think it's just another way to honor what the old Mo wrote, you know, and because he knew what we needed to do to get better. And I think that consistency has been helping me a lot. And it is. And you're going to learn as you keep going on, keep reading what you wrote a month ago, Mm -hmm. because it's going to just give you that confidence Mm -hmm. to kind of move forward. So Anna, what does your self-care regimen look like? I mean, what are you doing each day? Take care of yourself. Every morning, you know, I'll, I'll wake up. Um, I, I have like a little window up um, like on my right side and I always will roll over and look to see what the weather is like. (laughs) If it's blue sky, I immediately smile. Um, and sometimes if it's raining, I will like, I'm like, Oh, this is going to be a good, like rainy day. I could work from home. Um, but that's like, I, it always starts my morning. I'm like, Oh, I wonder like what the weather looks like today. (laughs) It like, it will totally change my mood. Um, you know, and then I, I sit up and, uh, try to say three things that I'm thankful for that day. Mm. Sometimes, you know, it doesn't always happen, but I, I try to be consistent with it. Um, you know, I'll, I'll get up, whatever, do skincare. If I have to go in the office, put makeup on, but the best, Sima, we need more than five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It takes me, yeah. Like, a, you know, and then picking out outfits and it's a whole thing. Oh, that's like a half an hour. Yeah, <laughs> oh, it my is. God. 
But so two of my roommates have dogs and they will get up kind of early. So they'll hear me open my door and they come running and they're like, they are just the most happy to see you ever. It like makes your morning. So I'll, you know, play with them for a minute, um, you know, go in the office. But if I'm more, I really treasure the days I work from home. Um, I'll get up, get a cup of coffee, watch the news, you know, maybe check some emails in bed. Like it's just so nice to start the morning slow and not feel like I have to get up and immediately just go. Mm -hmm. Um, so when I do go in the office, I try to wake up like a little earlier so I can just take a minute (laughs) because when I start my day on a pace that I feel like is like if I'm running behind, my whole day is like a mess. Mm -hmm. I get very verklumped. Um, so I try to, you know, if getting ready, that's how it works. I try to take a step back and like maybe go walk and get a coffee or something to like kind of take it back to where I like the pace I like it to go. Um, I try to work out almost every day. Um, you know, sometimes it doesn't help, but that really helps me physically, mentally. Um, it's like my me time of the day to not talk to anyone and just like get in the zone. Um, and then I've started on Wednesday mornings doing hot yoga, which I like live for. I wake up 6am class starts, like the sun will rise. It's Oh, everyone's wow. quiet. Like, my joint phone. Yeah, you should. <laughs> and I sweat, 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 which is great. And okay, then, I will not be joining you. Yeah. <laughs> I have to like go home and like blow dry my hair because it's like soaking wet. Um, but I, my favorite part is at the very end, you know, we'll all just be laying there for 30, 45 seconds and I do my affirmations. Wow. It's like, that's my time, which I should do them every morning, but I always do. I do them on Wednesdays. <laughs> um, but that has really changed like kind of the pace of my week. If I feel stressed out going, doing that, taking the hour to myself to just kind of be quiet and also get the physical activity in has been great. Um, you know, and then I try to do like a facial or getting a pedicure or something, you know, just something small, but it, it, it is you're proving to yourself like I'm I'm worth this hour to go mm-hmm. get a facial. She's or, not lying. I went to one of those. It's so nice. <laughs> or a massage. You know, it's like oh yeah, massage. You gotta pampering. like give yourself something. Yes. Um, but you know, I'm still working on it. Um, I'm really trying to get better at reading. I'm not a huge reader, but I'm trying to incorporate it. Um, in you journaling. read my first book. I think I you're on the second now. I I read the full first book and I've like almost finished the second. See, that's I'm just I'm terrible. Mo, should I ask you where you are with the books? <laughs> okay, moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it it's a process. I mean, this whole thing is a process. Yes. It's a journey. It's- Every day things change. Every day you find something new. I mean, mm-hmm. if you think, oh, I'm done, that you're not, you know, you're not being realistic. Um, so you know. Even as basic as self-care is always changing. And both of you know, one of my biggest things I talk about all the time is setting the tone in the morning. Mm -hmm. Our mornings are crucial. You know, someone asked me recently, what are you looking forward to leaving corporate America? I mean, I've been in corporate America almost 40 years. I mean, that's scary to even say that. Like, (laughs) how did I survive? (laughs) But the number one thing that came to my mind was I get to wake up when I want to wake up. Mm -hmm. I get to set the tone for my mornings. You know, when I wake up, when you have fur, fur babies, they're, they're the priority, especially when the cat's screaming in your face, like, feed me, my life is about ready to end. <laughs> Hurry up, you know, the sky's falling. Um, but, take, but looking at my babies and how they depend on me, and that gets me excited. But gratitude, start your morning off with gratitude. Mm-hmm. I love that you tried to do your three things every morning. Do something that's positive, something that's uplifting for yourself in the morning. It really does set the tone. You love the hot yoga. I love that. I love that you're doing more mindfulness, Mo. I mean, that's really the key because it does set the tone for your entire day. So we covered a lot of information today, and I hope everyone enjoyed it. I mean, this was really a powerful podcast. This is one of my favorite podcasts. I'm sorry. I got to admit. Sorry to hear. Um, So... I want to take a few minutes and let's just kind of discuss what we we talked about. You know, life is significantly easier 
when you're honest with yourself and others. I mean, the earlier you discover yourself, I mean, the better your life's going to be. You know, always strive to challenge your comfort zone. Complacency comes into play when you don't challenge yourself. I mean, when we feel like it's okay to take the easy road, your performance is going to be ordinary and not extraordinary. You know, discuss your passions, you know, and work to pursue your life passions. You know, in essence, when in doubt, do what you love. Accept the way that you are. And really, everyone, stop wasting your energy comparing yourself to others. I mean, don't wait until you're later in life to wish you had done things differently. You both heard what Mo and Anna um, said today. I mean, look at how magnificent they're doing. And I, I just, I cannot wait to see how you guys blossom more in life. You know, when we grow older, you're going to experience more life experiences. You're going to get gain more wisdom. But something that you both know is you've always got to strive to learn and grow. I mean, be open to the life lessons that you're going to encounter. You know, start now. Everybody, start now with knowing yourself. The time is now. Not tomorrow. Not next week. You know, we all get hung up. What do we do at the beginning of the year? New Year's resolutions. I mean, I would love to find that person and just shake them and say, why <laughs> are we doing January 1st? It should be now, today. Mm -hmm. Don't wait until January 1st. Make yourself a priority and commit to your self-discovery journey. You know, October is going to be our last podcast for 2022. And Journey to Real Vision is going to resume podcasts in January 2023. And they're going to be more revamped and have more guest speakers, more intriguing topics. And they'll be a tad bit longer. Um, I love that everybody's giving me feedback. People are enjoying these podcasts. Um, I've seen analytics. I love that everybody's taking the time to listen to them. We put a lot of energy and effort into these. Mm -hmm. I'm extending a huge thank you to both my work, uh, they're not work children anymore. You're now my life children. That's right. Um, <laughs> Mo and Anna. Um, so thank you, Mo. Thank you for having us. Uh, this was a really, it, it, you know. We had fun today. Yeah, yes, we did. So much fun. And even when I was working on these questions, you know, I was able to really sit back and think, holy crap, like I've been able to do all this, yeah. um, you know, and in less than a year. And I just can't wait to see, you know, what else this year has in store for me. And about the New Year's resolutions thing now, like I think about it of now, like I can look back December 31st and say, wow, these are all the things I've done this year. Yeah, you know? amen. Anna, thank you very much. It's always a pleasure. Thanks for having me. Um, you know, when you asked me to do this, I was like, Are you sh you want to hear me? Um, <laughs> but it, it, well, you know, like Mo said, going back and, um, you know, answering these questions, it, it, first of all, made you think about everything. And then it, it made me very appreciative of you, um, of the process of, you know, I would have never been where I am today or, you know, done the things I've done without having you in this journey. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, we need to stop because I'm getting ready to cry. <laughs> <laughs> you thanking us, we should be thanking Seriously, you. Agreed. Oh, that's so sweet. Oh, I love both of you. So thank you everyone for listening today. And again, encourage others to listen. See you in 2023 and sending all of you much light and love. Coach Chris signing off. <laughs>